Welcome everybody to Mom's Treat USA. My name is Kate, aka the Disney Cicerone, and with me as always is our co-host Jackie, aka Wishes Mama, um, from our Mom's Treat account. We are so happy to be with you guys um, talking about a, a specifically activities you can do in outside the Disney parks while in Disney. And this is mostly a Disney World episode. We're not really going to Disneyland this time, but uh, we all know that, you know, there's a there's a lot of things these days that maybe cost a little bit more money. Everybody's feeling the pinch a little bit with that. And so we're like, well, let's brainstorm some things you can do. Some of them do cost some money and some of them don't, but um, things you can do outside of going to the parks if you don't want to pay for maybe an extra park day, or maybe you're just taking a day off from the parks and you want to try something new. Maybe it's a half day when you're traveling and you're coming in or leaving. Some things that you can do with your family to um, keep the cost done or maybe just try something new. So very excited for this episode. Yeah. How are you doing, Jackie? Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. I'm good. No, you're good. That was beautiful. Um, I'm excited for this one. So this, um, the idea for this episode actually came from somebody on our Discord um, in our community. Um, so we're excited to kind of jump into um, some of the ideas that you guys had put in there for us. Um, so if you've got ideas at ever at any point in time, make sure you head over to our Discord. That is the um, Walrus Carp Pocket Fam Discord. The link's in our bios. Um, you can drop ideas there, but um, that's where this idea came from. And it's a fantastic one, like you said, um, You know, trying to find some different things to do. And as I was researching, I'm like, oh, add this to my list for next time. I know, <laughs> like it right? gave me really good ideas too on things that I'm like, huh, I didn't realize that that was even an option. And like, oh, that's really affordable or that looks super fun. So I'm mm -hmm. excited. Yeah, it's surprising how some of these are really not as much as you think they would be, or they are just things yeah. that you didn't even think were options <laughs> that are available. Right. There's right. so much to do. I feel like I could go to Disney forever and not even go in the parks and have like right. so many things to do. So yeah, this is a, a fun, fun episode for that reason. And thank you to all yeah. of you who have contributed your ideas for these, these shows. We love that. We absolutely love that this is a show for you guys. So thank you to yeah. our community yeah. for doing that. So Absolutely. Jackie, do you want to kick it off with our first activity? Yeah. Sure. Um, so the first one we're going to chat about is one that um, a lot of people I feel like know exists at Disney, um, and that is the miniature golf um, different courses that exist on Disney property. Um, so there are two different miniature golf courses that um, are on the property at Disney. One is the Fantasia Gardens and one is Winter Summerland. Um, so I'm just going to give you kind of a brief overview of the um, courses and kind of what that looks like. Um, so let's talk about Fantasia Gardens. It features two 18-hole courses, um, which is really nice because it's not just one, but it's two. So if you're there and you get done with the first round and you want to play again, you've got a whole different course that you can play at that same location, which is really helpful. Um, it is $14 for adults and $12 per child, and they consider that three to nine. Um, so three to nine year olds are a little bit discounted. Walk-ups are welcome, but reservations can also be made too. Um, and a lot of these places you can make, that we're gonna talk about today, you can make reservations a couple different places. Um, most of the time it's going to be on the Disney website or on your app. Occasionally there is a phone number that you would have to call. So just kind of feel free to check that out and Google um, that. But that course features five different scenes. So cute. Um, from Fantasia are featured throughout the courses. So you'll see all of the decor and all of the theming is all based on the um, original Fantasia. And there are five different scenes from that movie that are featured. 
I love that. I love the Disney history tie-in too, especially yeah. even though Fantasia was not a terribly successful movie for <laughs> Disney, <laughs> mainly right. because they had to, this is just a tiny little history aside, uh, mainly because it wasn't very successful because they had something called Fantasound, which they invented for it, which is like an early surround sound. If you think of like um, the theaters where you have um, the all the, the senses happening, like water spraying mm -hmm. you and scents happening, that was kind of what they did, but they trained like a whole crew of people to bring in some of those elements and then they had to install hmm. these like speaker systems and it cost thirty thousand dollars per theater to make it happen so as you could imagine and it was like wow. a traveling show so they like pack it up and bring it to another city and it just was oh very gosh. expensive so they lost a lot yeah. of money on fantasia <laughs> but i have a lot more history on that i'm gonna stop myself because we'll be here all night <laughs> if we do but i i do love that they have a golf course made off of it because I do yeah. love Fantasia, even though it was not terribly yeah. successful as a movie. So, yeah, absolutely, it's so cute. <laughs> I just I think the theming is really great. Absolutely, it's adorable. Um, yeah. So then the other um, miniature golf course that they have on Disney property is called Winter Summerland. Um, and again, it is also two 18-hole courses, so four total courses that you can play on um, Disney property. Same price there, 14 for adults, 12 for kids that are 3 to 9. Um, and again, same thing, walk-ups are welcome, but reservations can also be made. Um, this one's theme is a little bit different. Um, it was the the story goes that it was designed by Santa after he discovered that there was snow in Florida as he was flying by. Um, so he decided to build a vacation space for his off duty elves to essentially go and have a spot to relax. And then the elves built two distinctly different courses. One was a sand course named summer, and then there's a snow course named winter. And then when you merge them together, you get the winter summer land. I love that. What a creative backstory. Super cute. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, and I will mention someone was talking about it in the chat here. Um, this is something that, that often is included with, um, if you book packages at Disney, they will often give you free a free round of miniature golf with your package um so even without that it's fairly inexpensive depending on your family size and things like that um but so take a look at that they don't they used to like send those packages in the mail and you'd get like coupons basically um but anymore yeah, i believe I it's like a front a front desk check-in i think if you go to either the front desk or the concierge um they will give you passes if you've booked a package through disney this little Mickey on the course. I know, so it's cute. so cute. This has been something I've been trying to get to for a long time. I know that my, my dad wanted to do it the last time we were there and it just didn't work out time-wise, but it's mm -hmm. just like, it's such a fun idea. And I, t I think when I was there last time, I was like, okay, we have to do this. The next time I'm in town, we're going mini golfing, mm -hmm. like no excuses. <laughs> so yeah, it's on my list. It's been on my list for a yeah. while. I'm yeah. It's one of those things again. Yeah. I feel like my husband and I always say like, oh, we should really go. And then it was like, oh, we should go, we should go. And then it was like, oh, but our kids are not quite old enough yet. And like, now I feel like they're to the point where they are. So like yeah. one of these next trips, we, we've got to go because I think yeah. that they would really enjoy it. And even if, you know, it's it, the, the great thing about mini golf is it's one of those activities that you can do as a family that doesn't like, you just have fun. It's not, you don't have to have any skill. You don't have to be super good at something to be able to go. You just like go and have fun. So yeah. Yeah. Although those I can't imagine doing it with Kirk, though. I feel like he'd be really competitive. So. <laughs> that might be a little yeah, scary. Yeah, maybe choose, choose wisely who you 
<laughs> you go you mini golfing with? with? I'll go with my kids. That sounds like fun. There you go. See, there you go. I think with your family, you'd be you'd be good to go. Yes, for sure. No, that'd be yeah. great. Love it. So, should we move on to the next one? Yes. Let's. Okay. So this one, I suggested this. Nope. I don't. I don't know. How Maybe well that's that would part go. of the fun. <laughs> so you kick it in the random direction, and it like probably will hit somebody but you then you can just apologize this is fine <laughs> do you still count four during football if you if, if you hit it off the off the course i don't know <clears throat> that's a good question <laughs> oh, so yeah that's, that's another one that i think someday i will have to go um but probably again one of, that's one that for sure my kids will need to be just a little bit bigger i think before we go <laughs> oh gosh yeah well I'm interested in trying it. I'm always up for something, even if, if it's the sports. I can get behind the, the it. The only sports I, I do is I watch, I watch baseball, but I don't really play. So, um, it's, well, <laughs> but foot golf is an interesting yeah. option. So, yeah, add it to your list of things you've never done at Disney, I guess, right? And eventually you'll, yeah. you'll get to the bottom of that list. <laughs> um, should we move on to our next activity? Yes. So okay. A group so, of activities. We do. So we have a whole big long list of activities at the resorts. Um, so we're going to jump into kind of information at the resorts um, and talk about a couple specific options and a couple general options. Um, so let's first of all, just want to mention that when you check into your resort, it's always a good idea to check with the front desk, concierge, um, or sometimes they have like big schedules outside near the pools to see what activities they have. Um, and activities range from a lot of like the pools will have games or trivia, things like that. They've got movie nights a lot of the time where they'll do outdoor movie screenings of Disney movies. There's tons of activities that they do, just kind of generalized activities. Um, so definitely check that out whenever you check into your resort because there's usually a really good list of things that they do. Some, I know I think Pop Century does like tie-dyeing t-shirts at one point in time. So like there's like lots of really- Movies by the pool. Like those ones yeah. are really fun where you can be in the pool and watch a movie. It reminds me, reminds me of a Disney cruise because I remember doing mm -hmm. that on our Disney cruise a whole lot. Um, it's interesting too to me that I don't know if they do this in the value resorts because I don't remember, but I feel mm -hmm. like when I stay in deluxe resorts, they do call you like the night before or like, or like early in the evening and they say, here's the activities. Mm -hmm. They leave a message and say, oh. here's all the activities we have going on this evening. Interesting. And then they list them all and their times and locations so you can kind of know mm -hmm. what's happening. I don't remember yeah. that ever happening at Pop Century when I stayed there. I don't so recall that I think either. it's a deluxe service that they it provide for deluxe members. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say we're, we didn't get into a list or make a list of all the activities that they offer at the resorts um, in that this kind of category because there's just so many and so many yeah. different specific ones for different resorts. Um, we are going to talk about a couple other things that are a little bit more specific and specialized, but that's just kind of an overview, like make sure you check. Um, some of this stuff is on the app as well that you can search for like different activities to do, but they're not, the app is not gonna have everything that they have. Um, so like I said, make sure you check in. There's usually, it's usually hard to miss. There's usually big, I feel like those big like plastic signs that they set on the sidewalk outside of like the main buildings and food court areas. and. <laughs> I'm like, signs or if you're a deluxe resort, they have like fancy ones. <laughs> yes. I don't stay at deluxe resorts, Kate. 
I wouldn't know. And I don't often. So it's, <laughs> I was surprised me because I was like, why do I have all these messages on my phone? And I realized it was them like, calling. Who's calling me? To tell me about all the activities for the day. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. I missed all yeah. those, but that's great. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. Um, I do briefly want to mention that um, we did previously a whole series of episodes on the different resorts. And in a lot of those episodes, we did mention what types of amenities the different resorts have. So if you're looking for something specific or you can't find something online, check out those episodes. We've got one on each kind of level of resorts. So we did kind of go over a lot of that previously if you're looking for that type of specific information for the specific for the specific resorts. Yeah, and I did, we did talk in the deluxe episode about renting DVC points, which is um, how I am able to stay at those deluxe resorts because they're really expensive and I don't have that kind of money yeah. usually. So um, <laughs> when I say deluxe, I always re I rent DVC points and I explain all about that in that episode. And I'll just mention there is um, a link in my bio. I am an affiliate with a DVC rental store, but I am, mm -hmm. that's because I love them so much and I've used them so often that I think they're fabulous. So there's a link in my bio for that if you ever need it, but um, okay. definitely a way to save some money and stay like you would pay for like a moderate, but then yeah. get a deluxe value. So it's worth it. Yes. Super helpful. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about also with the resorts. Um, I would say the majority, if not every single one of them on property has an arcade. Um, yeah. So that is definitely a really easy, fun activity. Um, occasionally, if you catch it right, they'll run little deals where it'll be free or discounted tokens, or, you know, tokens, I say, but like the little cards that you buy um, to play the games. I'm thinking like old tokens school. Tokens are old like school. Little, I know. I know. <laughs> I kind of like the tokens. Bring them back. <laughs> Right. <laughs> They're a little harder to keep track of, but more fun, I think. So, you know, anyway, yeah, that's true. Anyway. Um, so definitely if your kids are into games or, you know, fun little activities or you want to see if they like it, um, those arcades are definitely a good way to do something that's really close to where you are. So if it's going to be rainy or if you guys decide, no, we're we're tired this afternoon we're going to go back to the resort but we're not necessarily our kids aren't going to nap but maybe they just need some downtime an arcade could be a good way to kind of keep them occupied without running them ragged yes now my it's a great one um for my son really loves that who's entering into the teenage years it's a great activity for when we all kind of want to take a rest um I mean, we still have an adult go with him, obviously, but um, as they get older, it's something they can do on property that if everybody else is just resting in the room and they want to do something, it's a good option for some of those older kiddos. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I want to talk briefly about two different activities that are specific to the Coronado Springs Resort. Um, so I found both of these. Uh, I had seen some of them in like TikTok videos um, that I had found. Um, and I actually messaged our friend Victoria today because I know she had sent me one. I was like, will you help me find this? Because I know that it exists and I couldn't remember where. Um, so the first one is at Coronado Springs, they do a Spanish mosaic art um, little class that you can take. Um, it is recommended for ages 12 and up. So if you've got older kiddos, teenagers, or if you just want to do it yourself, um, it is something that they do at the Dahlia Lounge at Coronado Springs. It is $25 per person. Um, and it runs Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays from one to three. Um, and reservations are suggested for that, and they can be made um, up to at your 60-day mark on My Disney Experience. Um, and I just think it looks so pretty. Like, how fun would it be to make that little mosaic and then just, like, take it home and, like, 
stick it outside your house. I just think that sounds so much like so much fun. Um, no, I love it. But it is, yeah, it is a two-hour experience, um, and you create a Spanish mosaic art tile to take home. And they do give you a travel container to help it get home with you, which I think is super helpful. Um, and the finished artwork varies in size, but is typically no larger than about 12 by 12. So not giant. You know, you're not going to have to, like, worry about fitting it into your suitcase too much. Um, it'll be, you know, pretty flat. But I just think it's such a fun little activity that's just not something you would think of to do at Disney, but it just sounds like a good time. I know. And there's so much mosaic art everywhere on Disney property. So it's kind of a fun, um, I even think of that as educational to do with the kids and stuff yeah. too, where it's like, we can learn about what mosaic art is and, and then maybe even go and explore some of it in the parks, like, um, inside Cinderella castle, um, over at the land, um, all kinds of places. It, I think Mexico has a whole bunch of it as well. It's like, it's yeah. a, it's just a, it's used all over the Disney parks as an art medium. Mm -hmm. So to be able to get to do yeah. it yourself really has a lot of tie backs into early Disneyland. Cause they used to have art centers, uh, there where you could do art and learn how to do art from animators. So like, you know, there are places you can still learn to draw, yeah. but right. um, <laughs> they had more of that in Disneyland back in the day when it first opened, because they really had, it was designed by artists, so they wanted to make sure they passed along their trades to the guests that were coming. So I love that that's yeah. still part of the parks there. What a, a neat right. idea. Yeah, and I feel like it's just like a little hidden gem. Like, I had no idea that that was there after, you know, all the years of going to Disney. It's like, oh, that's really cool that that exists. So it's just A little hidden pretty. gem. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> You're welcome for that one. <laughs> She'll be here um, all night, I, friends. <laughs> Mate, as long as my service holds up, I'll be here all night. Oh, gosh, I love it. Let's talk about the other option that they have um, at Coronado. So if you're into art, I'm telling you, Coronado is, is a good place to go if you're looking for resort activities. Because they also have a Colors of Coronado painting experience that they do at the resort. Um, again, recommended for 12 and up. Um, so... Keep that in mind if you're going to plan to do this. Um, and this is at the Toledo Tapas Steak and Seafood Restaurant there. They close down the restaurant and do it inside. Um, this one is 35 per person, and they run it on Fridays, so only Fridays from 1 to 3. Um, reservations, again, suggested and can be made at the 60-day mark on My Disney Experience. And it is a two-hour class, um, and it is facilitated by local artists, which I think is really cool that Disney is bringing in these local artists to do this course. Um, and you will create an original 11 by 14 piece of art to take home with you. Um, and it varies depending on, you know, which class you attend as to what you paint and that type of thing. Um, but for $35, you get a two-hour class with a local artist, and you get to take that artwork home with you. Yeah, that's a really fun thing. I always love those kind of paint night things. Mm -hmm. I think Elliot and I did it once, um, gosh, in Baltimore or something. And we, we mm -hmm. did two of them, and they're both hanging up in our, like, bedroom. <clears throat> but... Um, I always like the kids come in like, well, I can tell which one is yours, mom, because it's the good one. <laughs> oh, like, dad's is good Elliot. too. <laughs> I'm like, no, dad's is good too. They really like it was like abstract Monet art, so it's like really anything goes with that. But right. it was just funny. Right. <laughs> oh no! And Ellie's like, you're gonna make me watch, look at that every day for like, every forever. You're like, it's never coming down. <laughs> it's never coming down. <laughs> So you could have that own art experience at Disney. <laughs> art yeah. to hang on your wall. 
and uh, compare with your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, so again, those two activities were specific to Coronado Springs, um, just fun art activities. Um, and as we were talking about that, you reminded me of one that I totally missed when I was doing this, and that is the drawing class at Art of Animation, which I didn't even put on our list somehow. That escaped my brain. There's so many. Um, <laughs> I know. So again, more of a um, resort-specific activity is at the Art of Animation Resort. They do drawing classes. So it's the same class that you see if you go out to um, out to Rafiki's Planet Watch at Animal Kingdom, or if you catch it during International Festival of the Arts when it's in Epcot. Um, they do that drawing course with a Disney animator. Um, so if you are staying at Art of Animation or visiting Art of Animation, check out uh, times for that, because I know it varies, but it's typically in the afternoons, I believe, but I think it's almost every day. Yeah. And you don't have to be staying there to do that one. Correct? No. Correct. As far as I, as far as I've always heard, if anyone knows any different, please let us know. But as far as I've heard, anyone can go to Art of Animation and do that drawing course. That's awesome. That would be great if you're hopping and checking out different resorts to see that. Yeah. And um, someone else mentioned on my side of the chat too earlier that at the resorts, a lot of times there'll be playgrounds for kids as well, which is a great option. Always a great option is a good playground. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we didn't mention things like pools and water slides and splash pads because, you know, they're pretty much at every resort um, and yeah. there's multiple pools, most of the resorts. We did talk about that a lot in our resorts episodes. But yes, those mm-hmm. are always a great activity with kids. I feel like uh, my kids like the pool more than the parks half the time. That's just <laughs> they come home talking about the pool and that's yeah. mom life. So good yeah, times. I mean, my kids are the same. They they ask me every time we stayed at um, Port Orleans French Quarter, and they have that really great. They have scales, the serpent slide, um, and my kids ask every time. They're like, "Are we gonna stay at the place with the really cool slide?" And I was like, "I don't know. We'll see. It depends on what deals mommy can find." Because <laughs> <laughs> that was like that. A, a little splurge for that trip that we stayed there. Um, so we'll see. I do wish they let you do a little bit more of uh, resort pool hopping. It, like, even if within your category, like within yeah. deluxe or moderate, but there's a couple resorts that you're allowed to share pools at because they're at their proximity, but most of the time, it's just the one you're staying at. That's the way yep. it is. Yep. So. so if pools are important to you, as we've stated, I believe, before in our resort episodes, do your research about your do pools. Because if you want a water slide, you're going to have to pay for a moderate or a deluxe resort. So just... Keep that so sad. There. They should have that at values. Just saying. Yeah. Come on. Even a simple one. Yeah. Just water slide. Just basic. Just a just basic, basic one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So <laughs> should we move on to our next category? I didn't want to. Yes. Okay. We are good. Um, so I was thinking about what we did one time with my kids when we arrived. And we had kind of like a half day, but we didn't really want to spend an extra day for our family of five to have tickets because that's a lot of money for a half day. So we decided that we were going to do a bunch of transportation as an activity. So um, Jackie and I have kind of laid out some options and for kids like that, like seriously riding a bus is like a fun thing for my kids. (laughs) My kids got, get mad at me because as you know, we drive. So we drive to the park. My kids get angry if we don't take a bus. I'm like, if you take a bus to hop to something, so you don't. I know, and that's why I was like, you have to um, go back for your car. So right, I I know. know. It's like, uh, but 
So I think like this last trip when we went, I think I finally told them like, sorry, no. Because <laughs> it also had ended up that the week, the last time we went was in October and it was like out of nowhere, ridiculously busy. And I was like, yeah. I am not waiting on buses. No. Sorry. No. I love you I both, but I am not waiting on buses at all. And there was no like good opportunity for us to take one. And I kept telling them through the week, like, I'll try. We'll try. But in the end, it was like, no, we are, we're driving. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. If I had a car, I would do the same because the buses, the buses are so bad. Like for a little aside, my, my husband gave me like a a care package. I think it was like a celebratory care package for, for meeting some sort of social media milestone, but he's just sweet like that. I think it was birthday. I can't remember. He gave me a gift, but inside it was like all these things that were supporting me going to Disney. So he gave me like Disney gift card. And then he gave me like random snacks because he knows I don't eat when I go to Disney because I'm running all the time. And then he gave me, but he also gave me an Uber gift card because he's like, because I know how much you hate the buses. And this will allow you to, when you're just tired at the end of the day, to get an Uber instead of having to wait on the buses. So helpful. Bless you. my. (laughs) Thank you. I was so excited about that because I was like, what a great gift for a person going to Disney because sometimes the buses take a long time. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Allie said my one splurge was a minivan from Pop Century to Magic Kingdom because the bus line was crazy. That was a smart move, Allie. Absolutely a smart move. (laughs) Self-care at its finest. (laughs) (laughs) Taking care of your mental health is what that is called. I know. You can save like an hour sometimes just not taking the buses places. It's crazy how much that time that takes. So anyway, but back to transportation and kids. Um, And they do love their buses. So um, it's actually not even on our list, but I will say sometimes just taking the bus is a fun thing for the kids. But the first one we have is the thing that we actually did was we took the Skyliner because my kids loved it. And we were not staying at at that particular trip. We were not staying at a Skyliner resort, but my kids love the Skyliner because they had done Mm -hmm. it on previous trips. And so we're like, okay, let's just go take a ride on the Skyliner. You don't have to be staying at any of those resorts to take it. It's free for everybody. So we did some um, riding to the different places. It goes to um, Pop Century and Art of Animation, uh, the Riviera, Caribbean Beach um, Studios, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot. Oh, and then Epcot also has is connected then to the Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk Resort. So you can do quite a tour on yeah. this of a lot of different resorts to check out different um, theming, to try different foods. Like you could do some quick service mm-hmm. meals or snacks within them. I love to go because I don't love eating in Hollywood Studios. That's no secret. You guys know that by now. But I love to take the, the Skyliner over to Riviera to get food yes. um, for That's the, the their quick right service. There. It's so good. Yeah. And there's great places yeah. to sit. Um, so I enjoy that a lot. But yeah, Skyliner is such a fun one for kids and adults. Unless yeah. you're terrified of heights. But... Right, right. Yeah. And I will mention the nice thing about the Skyliner is it, I mean, it's no cost. You don't have to have a park ticket to be able to do it. Like, that's the whole point of us tell- mentioning it. I will mention also, though, that you do not plan to get on the Skyliner if you're parking at Epcot. Just want to put that yes. out there. Because you cannot park at Epcot in the Epcot-specific parking lot and get to the Skyliner without going through the park. Through the park. Yeah. So keep that in mind as you're planning accordingly. Um, I would not start there if I were you. Hopefully, I mean, a lot of the times you may be staying at one of those resorts and just be able to hop on at your resort and and go from there. Um, But if you have to park 
somewhere to get on the Skyliner, you're going to want to go to Hollywood Studios would be my suggestion if you if they're not going to let you in at one of the resorts. Because sometimes sometimes you'll be okay and you can park at the resorts without them needing a very specific reservation or a reason why you're there. Um, not all the time. So I don't want to say like, oh, yeah, you'll have no problem because they may turn you away if it's super busy. Um, so just keep that in mind as well. Yeah. So what we did with our kids was, I can't remember where we were staying, but... We somehow, I think we got, we took a bus from our resort to Magic Kingdom. I was going to say the only other way would be to, yeah, take a bus to a park to get yes. to <laughs> So, but we did, we did to it go. to Magic Kingdom and then we actually got in the monorail, which is the next activity mm -hmm. on our list. So a lot of, I see a lot of you mentioning the monorail because yes, absolutely <laughs> really fun for kids. Um, it's, it, I, I have thoughts about the monorail, but I, I do love the monorail. It just needs a little TLC is all. But um, I think it's really fun for kids. It's a great activity. It's free. Um, and again, like the Skyliner and the monorail, you can also roll strollers onto, which is really mm -hmm. nice. So you don't have to collapse your stroller for those particular things. Um, at least I didn't have to on Skyliner. I don't think they make you do it. As long as it is a single wide on the yeah. Skyliner, you do not have to fold it down. If you've got a double stroller that is a side-by-side, it will have to be folded down. That's right. That's what I thought. Cause I'm like, I feel like I saw people folding there. So I was like, I think mm -hmm. that's, yeah. Thank you for clarifying yes. that. So we <laughs> did magic kingdom to, um, we, we did a bus to the magic kingdom from our resort. And then we got on the monorail from there and we did like a full loop around on the monorail to check out the contemporary and the Polynesian and the grand Floridian. And then, um, I believe we actually hopped off and took a bus to Hollywood studios and mm -hmm. then did a Skyliner run from there. Because like you said, Very that's cool. the easiest one. It's so close yeah. by. Oh. And my yeah. kids had a blast. We got at the Poly, we got um, the Dole Whips at the, the, the Pineapple and I is there. Yeah. So if you want a Dole Whip outside the parks, that's a great place to get it. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really fun day. Like my kids had a blast. So yeah, it's a great opportunity. And there's lots to see. And it also gives you a chance, like if you're contemplating staying at other resorts or you're wondering what some of the other resorts look like um you know especially the skyliner loop hits a couple different levels of resorts because you've got pop century and art of animation that are in the value and then you've got riviera which is one of the top resorts in deluxe with dvc you've got caribbean beach which is kind of in the middle and then you can head over to the boardwalk area so you you get a lot with the skyliner the monorail you don't get as many because it's all those deluxe resorts that are right around magic kingdom um, but it just depends on what you're looking for maybe you want to check out what the grand floridian looks like um, you know that's definitely a good way to utilize that too and to kind of entertain your kids and keep them occupied while you maybe do some scoping out of your next trip location <laughs> yeah and some of the places during certain times of year they have special things going on like grand floridian has all of the easter eggs the, mm -hmm. the decorated i don't know candy cake <laughs> food yeah. edible easter eggs <laughs> but they're gorgeously decorated <laughs> right now but they often have those kinds of things on display so you can even mm -hmm. hop off and like look at all the displays and things like that you know you yeah. don't have to be staying there to go inside so it's a great way to feel like you're staying at a fancy mm -hmm. place even if you're yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. One of, and one of my favorite things, honestly, is to get on the monorail and visit the lobby of the Polynesian because yeah. I just love that whole vibe inside yeah. of there with the plants and the, the tiki, what's his name, Maui and all that oh, in, yeah. the, in the middle of there. I just, it's just such a vibe, such a vibe. It's so great. It's, it 
feels like you're on vacation when you're there. <laughs> that's how yeah. I feel. Like, oh, now yeah. we're on vacation. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's the absolutely. Skyliner and the monorail. Do you want to talk about the next one? Form of transportation. Yes. Um, did we mention just really quickly with the monorail? I just want to make sure that everyone knows that it services Magic Kingdom. It services three deluxe resorts by Magic Kingdom, the Contemporary, the Grand Floridian, and the Polynesian. Um, And then there is also a line of the monorail that will take you from Magic Kingdom to Epcot and vice versa. But if if you're going just to ride the monorail, you'll just have to go back to Epcot or go back to... You can't really go anywhere once you get off at Epcot because if you don't have a ticket to go in the park, there's the parking lot. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's pretty much all there is. So I wouldn't recommend that for a day when you're not doing the parks. Um, You're kind of going nowhere. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And But it would be an option if you wanted to bus from your resort to Epcot. And then get on the monorail there to go to Magic Kingdom. So depending on which end you want to start with or kind of how you want to work that. Um, also do keep in mind that there are several different monorail lines. Um, so it's not all interconnected to every single one. So there's one line that runs from the Magic Kingdom through the resorts. There's a separate line that runs from Magic Kingdom to the Transportation and Ticket Center. And then there's a third line that runs from the Transportation and Ticket Center to Epcot and back. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at signs, um, if you're, especially if you're getting on the monorail at the Ticket and Transportation Center. It can be a little confusing. So just make sure you take a look at those to make sure you hop on the right line. The good news is they're all circular. So if you get on the wrong one, just ride it until you get back to where you started. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You really, it's not going to be a big, big problem. Don't panic. No, no. Just maybe a little bit of extra time, but if you were going to ride the monorail anyway, you're good to go. I have a question here about did Walt want monorails everywhere? I've never seen any evidence of that in Disney history that he intended monorails to be the only source of transportation. Um, Mm -hmm. He was very much pushing for um, in progress city in Epcot, the Epcot project um, that would be, um, like the people movers would move people from mm-hmm. place to place. So it wasn't just monorail transportation, but he did believe in like public transportation modes. Um, the monorail was mainly a ride in Disneyland. It became functional to go out to the Disneyland hotel. Um, but in the beginning, it was just kind of a ride that you went on that you would see a bird's eye view of Tomorrowland. So it wasn't necessarily something that he intended as the only form of transportation, but definitely one that he loved for sure. Yeah. Um, I also had another little question here. Is annual pass worth it for my family of four? And what are the best perks? And I did see that they're going to put annual passes on sale again, which is very exciting. Yeah. So many April people 20th is when that's happening, which just got announced today. Super exciting. Yes. It's very exciting. Um, and so I would, I would say that it depends on the pass that you get and it's break even point for how many days you're going to go. So in the mm-hmm. past, for me, because I'm out of state, I'd have to get the um, the highest level pass. I think it's the Incredible Pass. I don't even look at it anymore. Yes. I'm like, I don't know. Just I think, redo I it. I think that's right. Um, but <laughs> I believe that it's break even point was somewhere around 10 days. If I was going to mm-hmm. be in the parks for 10 days for the year, I'm in there way more than that. So I haven't looked in a while, yeah. but somewhere around 10 days, if you plan on even two vacations, you know, that you hit five days each and you hit 10 days, then you'll start to break even anything over that. Then you'll start to save money. So it really depends on which pass you get and how often you plan to go. Yeah. So absolutely. Absolutely. No, you're good. Um, so really quick, just back to the 
transportation modes of yes, things. Sorry. Um, Chris, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. That's a really good question and you mm -hmm. want to answer it so it doesn't get lost. Um, yes. So Chris is saying a monorail or people mover would be cool to connect Hollywood Studios and World Showcase, which I think is a really good idea um, to have that transportation mode between the two would be really, really cool, I think. I think they need to add more transportation besides buses. I think yeah. the buses are part of the, one of the worst experiences on Disney properties are the buses. So anything yeah. they can add in, if it's monorail, Skyliner, something else, I don't even know, yeah. some sort of train, <laughs> just please Disney, you have the space. Let's just <laughs> make it happen anything. because it's awful right. to take those buses. Yeah. It's just terrible. And the fact that it's yeah. like, if you miss it, the, I think the worst feeling in the world is watching your bus pull away as you walk up. And I've yeah. had that experience so many times because yeah. you know it's going to be like 20 to 30 minutes before your next bus rolls in. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, yeah. my feet Especially hurt. Especially when it's like a midday break <laughs> and you're just ready to be back in the air conditioning or you want to go swimming or whatever it is. And you're just like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. Trains between yeah. parks would be really fun. I love that idea. Yeah. That, like a really quick method yeah. to get between the parks would be awesome. Um, yeah. Human cannon, you anything. <laughs> Yeah. Any option. Well, and Anything been, besides like, buses. Like you, yeah. And like you said, they've got the space, but even then you look at the Skyliner, like, yes, it has, you know, it's got a footprint through, through property, but you're above things. So like, yeah, I am not it's an fast. engineer. I know nothing about how any of that works, <laughs> but to my basic perception, I feel like monorail skyliners things that get you up and out of the way are the way to go like yeah add on add, give us another hub even if you have to exchange lines a couple times that's not a big deal like that's yeah. way you know i would much rather stand in a five minute line waiting to change skyliner lines than wait for 20 minutes for a bus oh facts 100 percent. and right. i feel so like, like it's so fast too for the Skyliner. Mm -hmm. Like it's like seven minutes from some of these yeah. resorts because you're just kind yeah. of like shooting over all, you don't have to wait at traffic lights yeah. or anything. It's just, it's so fast. Yeah. My <laughs> so kids are great. always, my kids always want it to be longer. They're always like, oh, we're already here. It's like, I know. Yeah, we're already here. <laughs> like they literally, they want to like, we, we usually wheel them on in the, the sit and stand stroller that we have because it's just easier to like maneuver getting on a moving skyliner you know gondola but they usually are like can we get out of the stroller and sit on the bench and i'm like no we don't have time <laughs> we gotta be ready to go when we when we get to our next location they're like oh like, come on mom it's like okay fine <laughs> i know the skyliner will spoil you really quickly it will you will yeah. get you will fall in love even if you're like nervous about it the first time you ride it you're like oh it's actually not so bad and even if yeah. it's hot out the breeze blows through and it's great yeah and it's wonderful so yeah anyway yeah. <laughs> kathy Absolutely. says we can just do golf carts everywhere <laughs> i mean it's a hazard for the guests i think i think you have just somebody yeah. in charge of it that's not a guest i think is the key yeah 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 oh i know ali beth says it's it's the running to the bus and it's still not fast enough especially when you're the farthest gate that's oh, the it's always worst. the farthest yes. gate. I don't even know how that's always. possible, but I'm always right. in the no, farthest every gate. Resort. Every resort. Every is resort the is one. the farthest. I'm like, why can't I be the first one? The first one. <laughs> Never the first <laughs> one. I'm like, and I stay in so many different resorts. Like, I don't know. Yeah. They shuffle them every once in a while. They must. Put me in the back. Keep us on our toes. <laughs> yeah. And Duck says, I cannot stay anywhere that's not on the Skyliner now. I'm so spoiled. A hundred percent. That's why, that is what made... Pop Century, my go-to value yeah. resort, was the yeah. Skyliner. 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's so much cheaper than art of animation. If art of animation was the same cost as Pop Century, I would probably prefer it. But oh, I yeah. Pop Century, since they renovated those rooms, like the only thing yeah. I, I don't love the theming of Pop Century, but I don't. The only thing I really don't like about Pop Century because once you get in the rooms, it's actually pretty like neutral theming, um, mm -hmm. but it's just so loud. It, there's no yeah. insulation between those walls, and you hear everything. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so let's let, okay, we've we've you have now figured out that Kate and I are obsessed with the Skyliner. We love the Skyliner. Love. You know where you will find us if we are not <laughs> in the gonna park. Do Skyliner We're gonna be like on the Skyliner. We'll just wave to you <laughs> And now we have to ride the Skyliner together. It's gonna have to be yes. a thing. We're going to make it happen. We'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. We'll post it on TikTok. It'll be great. <laughs> Skyliner be perfect. Merch. <laughs> we may need to make a Mom Street Skyliner shirt. Oh, we got to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. Something fun. We'll have, to, we'll have to chat about that. Write that down, Kate. That's a good idea. Okay. All right. Writing it down. <laughs> twinkle, we'll twinkle. We'll be, sleep be sleeping on the Skyliner, Abby. <laughs> We'll, oh we'll start gosh. off by waving and it'll eventually just turn into, oh. <laughs> let's take a little nap. We'll be fine. We'll be good. Um, let's talk about a couple other modes of transportation that you can take. Um, one that's just kind of a basic one, but could still be kind of fun for kids if they haven't experienced it, um, is the ferry boat. We all know our friend Lemwell at Magic Bands and Trash Cans is a huge fan of the ferry boat. Um, and the ferry boat connects Magic Kingdom to the Transportation and Ticket Center. So it just goes straight back and forth. Um, from the parking lot of Magic Kingdom to the gates of Magic Kingdom, but it's a fun mode of transportation. And if you're going to be in the area and maybe you're riding on the monorail, like we talked about before, and you want to hop off and have that experience, um, can be really fun. You get some nice views out on the water, um, and it's just it's a good time. Yeah, it's. I love taking. We we're talking specifically about the ferries. Or are we talking about both? Yeah. Just, we're, I was just talking about the ferry at first. We'll okay. get to the boats next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, a ferry, I feel like um, I really enjoy the ferry. I feel like it's yeah. my best memories of, like, the earlier times when I went to Disney World was, like, the grand reveal of, like, the castle coming closer and all the things. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just a gorgeous way of getting to Magic Kingdom if you have to go yeah. across the water to get yeah. there. And it's super efficient. Like, mm -hmm. it's crazy how many people can be in line and you all fit on one ferry boat. It's insane. Yeah. We were leaving Magic Kingdom our last um, trip, at, like, it was about a half hour after fireworks, and it had started to, like, downpour on us And as we were walking out. And so, you know, getting the ponchos out and stuff, and we, we hopped in. We were, my husband was like, okay, as we're walking under the train station, like, we got to make a choice. I said, we're going ferry boat. We're not even trying. We're not even messing with yeah. the monorail. Don't, There's absolutely no, don't no with way. The monorail. Absolutely no way. <laughs> We were going straight to the ferry, and we literally got on that the second ferry, and there was mm. a ma that was the longest line for the ferry I'd ever seen, and we still got on the second ferry, no problem. Yeah, that's, that's it's so just great. like magic. It's magic. It's, I don't know how magic. they do it. Magic. It's the Magic Kingdom. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they have um, the names of the ferries too. There's, I think, there's three of them. There might be four. Yes, there's for sure, there's three. three. There's three, and then the, two of them are named after. Um, 
the old names of the steamboats in the rivers of America in Florida. So there was Admiral Joe Fowler and Richard F. Irvine were the original names. So the Liberty Bell used to be the Richard F. Irvine. And then they changed the name when the Admiral Joe Fowler cracked in dry dock. Uh, the engine for it went over to Tokyo Disney. So it still kind of lives on over there, but they lost their second steamship, which they never replaced, which I think is shocking, shocking for yeah. that. But um, they then they just changed the name to the Liberty Bell and they but they didn't want to take away the honor of those um, Imagineers. So they put them over on the boats as well as uh, General Joe Potter, I believe, is the third one. So they have that sounds right. They have. Yeah. Admiral Joe Fowler and Joe Potter. And then they have Richard F. Irvine. So that's where those names come from for them. They're very famous Imagineers. Yeah, very cool. Um, Colleen is saying, though, that she's had an experience where the, she says the ferry is a nightmare for people in wheelchairs. Um, mm. I've not experienced that personally. I know with our stroller, we haven't had any major issues, um, but it could definitely be different for people that are in, you know, wheelchairs or scooters or anything like that. So um, that's a good point, Colleen. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, and that might be then a good choice to take the monorail it's very easy to do um wheelchairs yeah. and ecvs and things onto the monorail they just put a little mm -hmm. ramp down and you roll right in so yeah um, that might be a good option for that i love that nikki says one time on the last ferry back everyone started singing the mickey mouse club song mickey mouse Aww. clubhouse song so yeah, i love that that's yeah. awesome what yeah colleen memory. says she's she has dealt with it firsthand well that's good to know so yeah you're in a wheelchair keep that in mind depending on your capabilities and things like that, whether or not the ferry is a good option for you. Yeah. And if it's in the middle of the day, maybe it would be a different story versus like leaving the park at night when it's kind of the whole rush of getting out. Um, but if you're just taking a leisurely ride on the ferry boat, maybe it wouldn't be quite so stressful trying to get on and off. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of boats, there's a lot of other boats that we recommend for um, things to do. Um, and we'll, maybe we should just run through these a little bit more quickly for interest of time. Um, but there's a lot of boats that go between different locations, usually from a resort to a park. Um, and they're, um, they're much smaller, so they don't have capacity necessarily, mm -hmm. but a lot of them go by really fun things. Like there's a boat that goes between Magic Kingdom, um, and Fort Wilderness, um, Grand Floridian, Polynesian and Wilderness Lodge. The one that goes to like the wilderness area actually goes by the shoe tree where the cast members who work on the bay and the seven seas lagoon actually throw their shoes when they retire so you can see the shoe tree that way um and then there's also boats between epcot uh, and hollywood studios and and resorts that are boardwalk villas uh beach club villas yacht club and swan and dolphin so if you're looking to get to epcot or studios you can take a boat between those ones um there's also ones between Disney Springs and resorts like um, the Old Key West Resort, Saratoga Springs, Port Orleans, Riverside, and Port Orleans French Quarter. I actually really love that one at night. It's Me really too. Kind of romantic. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, love we it. took the one from French Quarter when we stayed there in this last April, and my kids loved it. It's not a super, like, exciting a lot to see boat ride. Um, you you really, you see what the, the treehouse villas, and yeah. that's about it. Like, um, but they loved it. They thought it was the coolest thing to get to ride the boat when you were at Disney. So, yeah, I think the boat from Riverside to, um, Riverside and French quarter down to mm -hmm. the, um, Disney Springs really, I think Elliot and I did it 
just when it was just the two of us and we did it at yeah. night. Besides the super loud engine, like it was yeah. very romantic and it was dark and yeah. quiet and we're on a boat and it was free. I mean, yeah, can't beat that. <laughs> so right, we loved if you're it, go- especially if you're going to Disney Springs anyway. Um, But you can also then in turn, if you're at Disney Springs and you want to check out one of those resorts, you could take it the opposite way. Um, So if you're at Disney Springs and you want to go get beignets at Port Orleans French Quarter, you can hop on that boat to get to to the resort. So that's a good way to use it as well. Yeah. And I would recommend any way you can trying to avoid the buses at Disney Springs. Um, Yes. I have waited for buses there forever, like trying to get so out of there. so far away mm-hmm. from a lot of things. So it would be a great option then to maybe like plan to take a boat back to somewhere else. And if you're going to a park or something, then take, you know, or just just avoid the buses at Disney Springs. Yeah. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. They're terrible yes. there. So, yes, yes. Um, Even worse than the other places we've talked about. Yes. <laughs> Somehow, 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 it's so much worse. I think they just send yeah. buses less often there um, for whatever reason. I, I think don't know. so too. It just feels that Which... way. I've waited so long for buses yeah. there. I just don't go there anymore because I can't. I like I have better things to do with my life than wait at Disney Springs. <laughs> yeah, and the only reason, honestly, if we did not have a car on property, we would not take the time to go to Disney Springs either. Yeah. Yeah, I do like. And we really Springs only go to go and food, but it's yeah. We go to World of Disney and we go to the Lego store, and then it's like, okay, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> we like Raglan Road. That's that's something we like just because mm-hmm. of our Irish past. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's like for me, it's a it's a something I can miss. It's not a must do. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kristen said take an Uber back. Yep, that would be a good use of your yes, uh, Uber gift card. card. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a great one. Yes. Yeah. Um, so th- keeping on the boat theme, this next thing we've actually, I got to do fairly recently with my friend Kirk at Ellie. We rented a pontoon boat, um, which is quite fun. It, it's on um, Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake. You can rent them from the Contemporary and the Grand Floridian. And it's about $45 per half hour, and it's like prorated after that, depending on how much time you have. Um, it is only, but I don't think I put, oh, no, you did this. I don't know if I put the hours on here, but I think at sunset, it usually ends. So you got to be back in. You can't stay out there for the fireworks. And they do have people out there policing the area to make sure you're doing safe things and not getting in the water because the water's not safe. <laughs> Don't get in the water. And to make sure your doors are closed. The doors are closed. I know. <laughs> they didn't. It's funny because they, the person who inspected ours, like, didn't close it. And we didn't even think that it was a door that closed. And we are like, oh, there's just this yeah. open, like, gap on this boat. Opening. Yeah. <laughs> your door's open. I know. I think we freaked out because Kirk was driving the boat. And he's, like, yeah. all of a sudden this, like, security person. It's like police, like, yeah. pulls up. And we're like, what did we do? <laughs> But the pontoon boat is so much fun because you can, they show, they have a map of where you can go on the pontoon boat Mm -hmm. and it shows um, like the red areas where you're not allowed to go with it. But otherwise Mm -hmm. you can go between Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon. You can roll on past Magic Kingdom and give a wave to the castle. You can go so many places with that. I was shocked how much we just had freedom to explore. (laughs) And it was so great because it was... um, it was really fairly affordable for an entire, and it was like, they were brand new pontoon boats that had gorgeous, like it fit a ton of people. And then yeah. um, you can put your own music on and like roll around with your own music. 
in the bay. Yeah. So it's yeah. amazing. Fun. And I believe you can bring like beverages on if you choose to, whatever type of beverage you may choose to, um, yeah. as well as that type of thing. So yeah, you can yeah. have the lunch Super out fun. on the lake. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah it was fun. Yeah. Super fun. Um, so they also do offer some different excursions um, on the boats, the different boats that they have for fishing. Um, so they have a whole bass fishing excursion that they do, um, and it can be for three to five guest groups. Um, and you can do a two-hour excursion or a four-hour excursion, depending on what you want to do. I will mention that all fishing on Disney property is like a catch and release, so you don't take anything with you. Um, so the two-hour excursions, uh, they range anywhere from 170 to 235 per boat and it really just depends on the day and the time it's kind of like it ebbs and flows with the um with kind of what the crowds are like at, at the parks as a whole and then the four hour excursions are 455 per boat um, and those are available at fort wilderness caribbean beach the contemporary grand flow old key west polynesian riverside wilderness lodge and the yacht club so tons of places that you can get those which i had no idea it was so widespread across um property um, and then they have you, they do ask you that you call ahead to make a reservation. And that is one that you do have to call. Um, I was not able to find like a website. You can't really do it online. So you do have to call them to be able to make that reservation. I guess it would be, you could also probably walk up to one of the docks and make a reservation for like later in the week if they have it. Um, but it, again, it's just subject to availability and how busy it is at the time. Yeah. I did get questions about, um, for renting the pontoon, pontoon boat yeah. <clears throat> may asked if you needed a, uh, Boating, boating license. You didn't need any boating license. They do um, designate who's the driver. They have like special colored wristbands that say no who's allowed to drive and who's not because they have you sign a whole bunch of liability things. They did ask Kirk like if he had ever driven a boat before <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I got this. And he was great. So, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Um, I imagine if you haven't, they probably walk someone out there with you to at least like give you the lay you of the controls. <laughs> yeah. It seemed pretty easy from what I yeah. saw. I didn't actually drive it myself, but yeah, you don't need yeah, that. Um, but, and we didn't make any reservations in advance for ours. We just walked down mm -hmm. to the dock and went to the window and said, we'd like to rent a pontoon boat. And they had them available. They had all yeah. of them available. So I don't think yeah. people know that it's available most of the time. So they're just there. Yeah, and I don't, yeah, I would be, I would be surprised if there's ever been moments where they're just completely out. And they don't have yeah. any boats to rent. Yeah. I don't know. I know. Like, I'd only say, like, the only time that would be is if there was something going on, but then they probably wouldn't have available for rent if there was some, right. you know, like, not during fireworks or anything like that. Like, that's not available. Yeah. So, yep. Right. They're, they're there. Yeah, I don't know. Not sure. For your whole family, sure. it's fairly reasonable. <laughs> yeah. If you only went for a half hour, it's $45. That's pretty cheap activity for yeah. the whole family. Yeah. yeah, and it's fun. Absolutely. Um, so the other kind of um, water, another water related activity kind of in that same realm of we were talking about the fishing excursions, they do also offer dockside fishing at a couple different resorts, which I thought was a fun thing. If you, your families are big into fishing or you want to have a new experience while you're down at Disney, um, this is available at Port Orleans Riverside and at Fort Wilderness. So those two resorts are the only ones that do it. Um, the, again, you can call ahead to make reservations for that, but I, I doubt that they are selling out and have you know that you couldn't just walk up as well um, they do a pole rental and it's um, four to eight dollars per 30 minutes depending on the pole type I don't know that much about fishing but I know that there are two different types that they offer couldn't tell you much more than that so if you're someone who's into fishing or wants to look at that take a look on the Disney website um, and they do also offer bait 
for five to six dollars depending on the type that you are using um, so that is another just fun kind of un unthought about um, activity on Disney property yeah and I see a lot of people commenting on gators <laughs> I think um, there are occasionally gators in the water when Disney finds them they usually relocate them um, but that's why they don't have any more they used to they don't have any more have swimming that and also the what brain eating amoeba that's in the water like you just don't want to swim in that water just don't go in it it's not safe there's snakes and alligators yeah. and bacteria and it's bad place to go swimming <laughs> um, yeah. no. but for the most part like um, there are gators this is Florida so just be cautious of where you're at and your kids are at. Yeah if you're going to yeah, do absolutely. those activities. Um, Samantha's asking, what do you do with the fish? So I stated before, um, for anyone who missed it, all, all of the fishing that happens on Disney property is like a catch and release. So they just go right back into the water. So it's not something where you're going to take a whole bunch of fish back to try to store into your into your resort uh, room or wherever you <laughs> may you be imagine? staying. Um, oh, those like oh beverage goodness. fridges, like sticking some bass in there. imagine someone like how are you gonna get that home if you like if you're flying you just leave it in the fridge and then poor housekeeping has to do no, that's just a mess no. that's just a mess no you would need like the deluxe resort villas and stuff where you have a full kitchen and yeah. you can go back and like but even it. still i don't think yeah I'd i guess eat fish out of there anyway. no i don't think i'd want to eat fish out of that water either no, i'm good i'm good yeah ali beth says so many pool options please do not swim in the lakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why they have a lot of pools so you're not tempted to yeah. swim in the lakes yeah yeah but they exactly, did they used to have exactly. they used to have all kinds of like uh water skiing and and mm -hmm. surfing they used to have a wave machine that was on uh bay lake i think no it was seven seas lagoon because they had it for mm -hmm. the polynesian they had a wave machine mm -hmm. and they, they it's still there like partially there it's mostly underwater now but yeah. uh, they don't turn it on because it was eroding the shore. So they like realized right. they were which losing land. Makes which sense. Is bad news, bears. Yeah. So they don't Especially have it Especially when like there's not. I mean, there's a good amount of beach at the Polynesian, but not that much. Like no, you get real close <laughs> to like the docks and then like the patios <laughs> really <Yeah>. very quickly. <laughs> it makes me wonder like, did they used to have more beach? <laughs> I need to right. look at some photos and take yeah. a look at that. Yeah. original photos to see how far <laughs> and it's hard to tell with you know new constructions and additions and who knows what patio space or pool spaces they had when they first opened and all that kind of stuff but that would be interesting to see yeah. coming to a disney cicerone TikTok near you <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah i have made things about the wave machine before i yeah. yeah yeah it's an interesting interesting thing that's still kind of there but not so yeah um Okay, so we talked about pontoon boats. We talked about fishing. Should we talk about kayaks? Yes. That's another water one. I think this is our I know. almost our last water one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can rent a kayak or a canoe um, at Fort Wilderness. They're usually open about nine to five. So I always think it's funny because they're kind of open like the heat of the day. So I'd probably go in the morning yeah. if I was going to go in the water myself. Um, yeah. And they're less than $15 per hour. So they're super affordable. Um, I am so intimidated by the idea of falling in that water that I'm not sure yeah. I would try it. I think Kirk really wants to try it. I'm like, I don't know if I'm brave enough. I, I, I would be terrified that I would <laughs> fall out and get eaten by a gator or bitten by a snake or, you know, who knows Something. what type of Loch Ness monster is living in that water. <laughs> Loch Ness monster, the Disney Loch Ness monster. <laughs> 
The Bay Lake Monster. We need to come up with a name, Literally. For, a name for it. <laughs> yes. it it's got to be out there. It's got to be. Um, yeah. They can, I would probably do canoe before I do kayak. But it is an option yeah. for your family and fairly reasonably priced one, too. So if you're, like, a confident kayaker and your family does that a lot, maybe a really fun option to do that at Disney. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it is less than 15 per hour. I don't remember if we stated that before or not, but yeah. it is less yeah. than 15 per hour. It's the Locks Summer Lake, Allie Beth says. <laughs> <laughs> he comes to visit for the summer. Gertie will get you. Oh, the Gertie, the Lock Beth's monster. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that idea. Um, That's so good. Then moving on from water things. We've been talking about water for a while. We Um, have been. That was not intentional. So thanks for hanging with us during our water portion of our activities. (laughs) It's like water day all over again. I know. Um, Then you can rent um, bikes or or rent Surrey bikes or just regular bikes at several different places. There's locations at uh, Boardwalk Inn and Villas, uh, Old Key West, New, uh, uh, sorry, Port Orleans Resort, uh, French Quarter, and Riverside. Um, it's a great, beautiful property there to ride bikes on. And then Saratoga Springs Resort. Um, cost is about $9 to $20 per hour, depending on what you're getting. So if you're getting a Surrey mm-hmm. bike, it's going to be a lot more than an, um, than a regular bike. And the Surrey bikes, I believe they have two-person and four-person bikes. So that sounds right. Um, and then they're typically open um, 10... 10 or 12 to 5 p.m. depending on where you're at and time of year and things like that. So again, kind of the middle of the day activities maybe aim for the morning because it gets hot in Florida in the afternoon, yeah. but or and or rains. So yeah, <laughs> I probably yeah. would do the morning. You don't want to get caught in the rain. No, but such a lovely activity maybe to do um, in the early evening before it closes um, or the morning time to just bike, do some bike, get some exercise, see some parts of the resort maybe you don't usually do by foot so um really fun and reasonably priced activity and i feel like the surrey bikes are like the ultimate family like test of your family unity like i mean right like who's not pedaling here yeah everybody has to pedal (laughs) everybody pull your weight it's a team activity go say the ultimate (laughs) test of friendship put a group of friends on a surrey bike and see what happens because inevitably there's somebody that's like i'm tired i'm not pedaling anymore and then you're like but i have to now pedal for you and then it becomes a thing so it's like a test of like what they say a test of your marriage is traveling together and assembling ikea furniture i think surrey bikes are like right in there right yeah they're they're third on the category (laughs) so absolutely yes perfect um bikes and surrey bikes (laughs) there you go um let's talk about kind of another i don't know mode of transportation so to speak but not exactly taking you anywhere let's talk about some horses at disney um so for those of you that don't know um there is a designated ranch for the horses on disney property um so a couple different things that you can do with the horses over at fort wilderness at tri circle d ranch Um, you can do horseback riding which i think is really fun to think about doing at disney Um, it is 55 dollars per person so depending on if you want to you know spend that amount to go um but you're riding disney horses which i think makes it worth it in my opinion happy horses happy (laughs) disney horses um so they do suggest this for um guests nine years old and up um and reservations are needed i do know that this is an activity that actually does sell out and does become unavailable um so you can book it 60 days out i don't know that it necessarily 
becomes available immediately when you go to book, but I do know that it can be difficult to get um, reservations for. Um, they do have a couple different requirements for people that are gonna be doing the horseback riding. Um, they must be wearing closed-toed shoes, um, and the riders must be 48 inches tall and under 250 pounds. Um, and then they do have waivers that you sign before you ride, which is kind of the standard protocol with that type of thing. So um, keep that in mind, but it is a really fun thing to think about doing horseback riding at Disney. Yeah. And I'm getting a question about pony rides, which is perfect because that is what yes. we have next. So yeah. um, the pony rides are at Fort Wilderness uh, daily, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then the riders must be at least two years of age or under 80 pounds, no taller than no taller than 48 inches and be able to hang on by themselves. Um, mm -hmm. A parent or guardian must lead the pony at all times. So safety first, friends. It's mm -hmm. only $8 yes. per ride, which is affordable Amazing. and yeah. um, no reservations are available or no reservations are necessary so you don't have yeah. to make reservation to do the pony rides which is really yeah. fun i am a hundred percent taking my daughter to do this next time we go <laughs> and my son too, too obviously but like my daughter loves ponies absolutely loves ponies so i feel like that we we have to go we have to go i'll have to see if my daughter's still sh small enough she might have to go yeah. on the, the bigger horses yeah, I think she is. I think she'll have to do the bigger horses, but she would love yeah. that. She loves horses. So, yeah, yeah. such a great option. I and think... most people don't even know it's there, you know, because right. it's not heavily advertised necessarily. Yeah, I think I probably have one more trip. I think my son's too tall now that I'm looking at it again. So I think I've got one more trip that my daughter can do it before she's oh, too big. That's so sad. They got to move to the big horsies. I know, such a and it's so much more expensive. Come on, kids. I know. <laughs> 55 to 8. That's a big it's jump. A little, bit, a little bit of a difference, especially when you're looking at two or three kids that all maybe want to do it together. That adds you're up. You're like, how about we just wave to the horses on Main Street and call it a day? <laughs> maybe. Yes, exactly. But Ride yeah, the trolley so on Main Street USA. Yeah, there you go. So if that's something that you're interested in with the horses, that is a really fun option that they do offer um, on property over at Fort Wilderness. <laughs> Um, and the next up, we do kind of go back to water. We should, probably should put this one up there, but this is not one you ride on. This is just right. something you see. So we have the electrical water pageant um, and the Seven Seas Lagoon. Its current times are um, between 8.25 and uh, 10 p.m. And it's like a 15-minute show. Um, you can view it from pretty much anywhere around the Seven Seas Lagoon. So the Polynesian, uh, Grand Floridian, Wilderness, uh, Fort Wilderness, and Contemporary Resort, you can see that uh happen and it's just it, if it, if you if you don't know what it is it's just it's very simple it's just these like barges that have like light up characters on them um mm -hmm. and then they float by and they play music <laughs> yeah but it's, it's some just... it's something so magical about it even yeah. though it's very yeah. simple and it's from i'm it's from the 1970s was the original show they've added a few scenes since then um but the mu that's where we get the music from for the main street electrical parade originally started with the electrical water pageant to give some guests some things to see in the evenings <laughs> so that was its yeah. original intention so but it's a fun little tradition i'm glad they still have it even though it's kind of yeah. like old school it's a <laughs> it is old school it's a little dated but i feel like you <laughs> It's just still so nostalgic and it's so much fun. And even like when my kids have seen it, they love it. 
Because it's just something so unique. And like, where do you ever see that ever anywhere? Like, it doesn't exist anywhere else. (laughs) Um, And I have one of my few memories from my very first trip when I went to Disney. We were we stayed at the Polynesian with my family, and I was little. I was I think five on our first trip, and our view looked right out to the water from the Polynesian. And it was my goal that whole week to stay awake, to watch that pageant come by. And I didn't, I never made it. (laughs) I fell asleep every night. And I think the very last night my mom like tried to wake me up and I like half watched it, but really just like was asleep watching it for the most part. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But yeah, I just, I desperately wanted to watch that electrical water pageant come by. And I just, five-year-old me was was not was was not having it but you got to see it as an adult right that's all that matters yes I've seen it several times (laughs) I've seen it several times since then um so I know you've watched it on lives but I was like I know you've seen it in person so major childhood dreams come true yeah 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 I think one of the last times I saw it it, (laughs) it's been a while since I've seen it in person um one of the last times I saw it I think was probably like almost a decade ago at the Polynesian we were watching you know there to watch the fireworks but also caught the um the electrical water pageant as it came by as well that's great so that's another thing to do i think we are headed over to disney springs for yes i think everything else we have on our list is disney springs oriented um so if you are heading to disney springs here are some different things that you can do that are don't take the bus I feel like I was down on Disney Springs, but there's actually some fun things to do there. So, yes, yes. Now, I will say that some of these are you're going to be looking at, you know, we've talked about some of these options being fairly affordable, some being a little bit more expensive. Some of these are a little bit more on the expensive side um, because um, Disney Springs is just full of shops and restaurants and things like that. So, you know, they've kind of got that got that to compete with um, when it comes to some of these activities. Um, so Kate, do you want to talk about the first one? I feel like you have talked about recently wanting to attend this. Yeah. Well, it's funny because my husband, so the first one is Cirque du Soleil drawn to life. Um, and this is funny because my husband really wants to take my daughter to see Cirque, Cirque du Soleil. And I was like, great, there's one at Disney Springs. And he's like, no, I want to take her to see the one in Las Vegas. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, but you could oh. go to Disney and yeah. see Cirque du Soleil. it's perfect i don't know he's got it in his mind he wants to go to vegas that's fine um but it's a journey into a world where an animator's desk becomes the stage and drawings come alive i've actually really wanted to see this i haven't got to see it yet just because it's a little bit more pricey as cirque du soleil always is uh the tickets start at 85 dollars per person so it's a little on the spendy side. I wouldn't say this is your budget vacation option, but maybe a splurge, no. maybe once in a yeah. lifetime splurge for some. Yeah. Um, the show times are Wednesday through Saturday, 5.30 p.m. and 8 p.m. and Sunday, um, 1.30 p.m. and 4 p.m. So um, lots of lots of show options for you to go see it, show times to go see it, but you do want to make sure you get those tickets well in advance. Um, they do sell out for some of those shows. Yes. And there are some weeks, as I was kind of flipping through the calendar just to see, there are like some random weeks that they just have off, which is understandable for those performers that are in the show having some time off from here, um, you know, in between things. Um, So do take a look at that kind of ahead of time. Like Kate was saying, tickets will sell out. And there's a possibility that like if that's the reason you're going, 
you want to make sure that they actually have shows during the week that you're there. Um, yes. You don't want to schedule your trip and then find out that they're off that whole week. Um, yeah. So definitely do take that in, into consideration. Right. Yeah. You don't want to be be out of your show that you wanted to see. So do take that into consideration as well. Absolutely. Um, Another thing that they have at um, Disney Springs is they do have the Lego store there. And one of a fun little um, activity that you can do that they have there is you can create your own Lego minifigure, um, which is a super fun thing to do. Um, you do want to get there early because I believe it is walk-up list only. Some locations of Lego stores I was looking online will actually let you like reserve a time, um, but the Disney Springs location is not one of those. So it is kind of like a first come first serve. Um, so depending on how busy it is, Probably going first thing in the morning would be my suggestion if you're going to do it. Um, it's about a 30-minute um, event that you do, and it costs $11.99. So for a minifigure, a little expensive. For a personalized yeah. minifigure, not too bad. Yeah, for Disney prices, it seems about average. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you can get as detailed as you want with them. I know they've got it where you can like draw things on their clothes and you can really detail and design how you want your, your minifigure to look. So definitely a super fun activity um, if that's something that your kids are into. And the Lego store in general is just really cool to see yeah. just because they have those giant sculptures made out of Legos. And mm -hmm. the, those I think are really impressive, especially if you have yeah. kids that are Lego fans. I think it's just... Yeah really triggers their imagination. I will say that the cost of some of those Lego kits is just astronomical in that store. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it's very hard like to find ones that you It's astronomical everywhere. Like, I, I know. Feel like Legos are just really spendy. Their prices aren't that much aren't that much different from what I see like at Target. My son and my husband are both very into Legos. So we look at, at those sections frequently. Yeah. Um, and I do feel like it's, it's fairly similar. Um, there are like some figure, some sets that we've only found at the Lego store. Yeah. So they have some exclusive ones, but yeah, my son um has been very into Legos recently. Like he's loved them forever, but like very focused on them recently cuz he's kind of a little engineering brain. Um and so I've been taking to buying them on eBay, like lots of them, and they're yeah. so much cheaper that way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. another thing you might be able to get before your trip, you know, search for them online somewhere. You know, yeah. if they're a huge Lego fan versus some of those, some of those ones in the store are pretty spendy, but a little minifigure, yeah. I think for $12, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. So, and great. side note, there are like apps you can download where you can like take photos of what Legos you have and it will like give you options of things you can build with it, which I, I think is that. just like incredible and amazing. And my husband showed that to me a couple of weeks ago and I was like, what? How does this exist? How, do, how does this exist? I was like, you know what? No, I don't want to know. It's just okay. No, cool. That's awesome. Magic. Great. It's just again. It's just it's just magic. Lego magic. Lego magic. Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, okay, so some of the other things we can do in Disney Springs. Um, one is Splitsville bowling. So it's it's pretty much bowling. So um, reservations are suggested because walk-ins will be accommodated based on availability. Sometimes it is really hard to get in there, especially in the evening hours. Um, mm -hmm. And then you can also eat and bowl in the same area, much like a lot of bowling alleys around mm -hmm. the States. Um, and then prices start about $30 per person. So that's mm -hmm. a little on the spendy side for bowling. <laughs> I would say it's a nice yeah. place to bowl, but it's yes. a little expensive. Yeah. So. And it, it is 
you know, you, you think about the bowling alleys kind of in your town, you're going to get a little bit nicer food. Splitsville is not the top of the line dining location at Disney Springs. They've got a really big menu, which is nice. They've got a lot of variety. We've eat, I've eaten there before. I haven't done the bowling, but we've done just like eating because you can also just eat in the restaurant side if you want to. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those things where like we know we knew our kids were super picky and they had a massive menu. And so we're like, yeah, let's go there. That sounds like a great, a great idea. Um, but so good food. And bowling, you know, might be worth <laughs> might be worth a shot, right? If you're really into bowling, it's yeah. a great great option for your family. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the next? next yeah. One um, so this one I feel like is one that a lot of people know about, but not a lot of people actually do at Disney Springs, um, and that is the Aerofile hot air balloon. Um, so I feel like it is like yeah one of the staple icons of disney springs um and it is just a super fun activity that you can do um it ascends 400 feet up into the air um, and i did see something on the website that said that if it's a clear day you can see for like 10 miles around which i thought was wow. really cool um, so you get a really good view of disney property and the surrounding area you can point out different things i'm sure as you're up there um, it is $25 for adults and $20 for kids. So again, not your cheapest option, depending on how many people are going, those types of things. It's expensive. Um, yeah. Tickets can be purchased um, at the attraction on a first come first serve basis. Um, so no reservations or anything like that. It's just a walk up. Um, guests over 12 may ride alone. So if you're a parent that has a very responsible 12 year old that you that wants to go and you're like, I'm not going, but you can go. <laughs> <laughs> they do have that option. Um, but anyone under 12 must have someone 18 or older to accompany them while they are on the attraction. Um, but definitely something to consider if you're looking for a very unique experience at Disney Springs. Yeah, and it's interesting because some of the earlier, earliest concept art for Disneyland had a hot air balloon in the concept art. And they did have a time when they were celebrating um, like 80 days, uh, around the world at 80 days celebration. And they yeah. had a hot air balloon in Disneyland um, on Main Street. So there is ties back to Disney history for the hot air balloon experience. Which I think Super is fun. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, another one we'll just briefly mention um, is there is an AMC movie theater at Disney Springs. Um, again, maybe not how you would want to spend your time, but I know a lot of people that maybe if their um, trips align with a big movie release, if it's a big Marvel movie, Star Wars movie, whatever it may be, they may, they'll go to that AMC movie theater at Disney Springs. So that is an option if you're your movie fans or you want an afternoon where you're going to be sitting inside a cool movie theater with your family um that could be an option for you as well um so you can definitely check that out yeah and kathy said dinner and a movie at amc was one of the best things i've done for break from the heat or rain so yeah. that would be great to just kind of get out of the elements for a little while go see a movie yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um another kind of unique um, experience that they have at Disney Springs is the Amphicars. Um, so if you're not familiar with Amphicars, Kate's going to show us a photo. Um, they are yeah, a 1960s style car that you can take out and you just cruise around the water um, around Disney Springs. And I remember when they brought these, when they redid Disney Springs, and I was just like, my mind was blown. I was like, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen before. Like, you literally drive from the dock and you just go into the water. It's yeah. so cool. 
It's kind of like those duck tour ones, you know, the amphibious yeah. vehicles. Yeah. They said yeah. <clears throat> there's only like 900 of these that exist in the world and Disney has 20 of them. So that's so cool. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so if you are wanting to do one of those tours, it is $125 per car um, and they can accommodate three to four people. Um, and it is a 20 minute tour. So if you're splitting it with a group, you know, if you're going with a group of friends, maybe <laughs> not, not, not terribly expensive, but, or if you think about your whole family for $125 depends on if you want that experience. I wish it was a little bit longer. You only get 20 minutes, but yeah, you know. for that price is, is not very much. Um, yeah. But there's a question from Kari says, are these seasonal? I don't remember those my last visit last year. My guess is they might have not been available because of everything kind of coming back from everything that happened in the world. There was a lot yeah. of things that are still coming back to Disney that were not available during the last couple of years. So yeah. that, but I don't think it's seasonal. I believe that they're, I don't believe so either, time. but I yeah. do believe that in like rainy weather, really windy weather, they, they probably don't run them or they yeah. don't run them as frequently or as, as you know, for the full day. Um, so it may be subject to availability depending on weather. Um, and reservations um, are made in person at the Boathouse Boatique. I just like the way that that's spelled. <laughs> it's literally spelled B-O-A-T. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so you it's can make reservations. Joke, I know. It's a, right. A spelling joke. Um, but you can make reservations there in person. I didn't find like a a range of hours that they run them. Um, so I'm, my thought is they probably run them for as long as whatever the boathouse hours are currently. Cause it's kind of in, in partnership with the boathouse, res boathouse restaurant that is right there um, next to the dock for the Amphicars. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel like I've seen them at night, so I don't think it's just a sunset thing. I think they do yeah. evening ones, which would make sense for how many people are there at Disney Springs later in the evening. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, sunset that's, would that's, be romantic. I agree. Yeah, that's one of those things that, like, it is a little bit outrageously expensive, but I kind of also really want to do it. <laughs> I know. I just think it would be so much fun. That would be fun. I feel yeah. like I wish you could have like more people in the car because then you could like yeah. move together with a couple families and like you know yeah. make it financially feasible. Right. But we need like a know. stretch limo amphicar. <laughs> yeah, I know I couldn't fit my whole family in that if there's three to four right. people. So it's pretty much just a we'll probably never do that with a family because right. that's who do I leave on the docks? You know. Right. Bye, Elliot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was Gotta like, keep the kids happy. I'm like, which kid didn't behave well today? Well, you don't get to go with the Africa. <laughs> and they just stand on the dock for 20 minutes and watch their family out in the water. That would be so sad. It would be sad. I would never do that to my children, yeah. just to clarify. <laughs> this is Maybe all, my husband, all but not joke. my children. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> why, that's why Elliot was the, the, the sacrificial course. one that I stated. <laughs> Yeah, but date Sorry, night. Elliot. Date night would be a good idea yeah. for date night. Um, you know, or if I could get away with just Elliot and, you know, yeah. on a trip, that would be great. Um yeah. Aaron says riding in a floating car or building my lightsaber. Like which one? <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean you're not wrong. Because you could be yeah. able to have it longer. But that's a cool experience to have. It is. I think it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah very much yeah. so. All right, we have made it to the end. We've got one more thing on our list. One last one. Yeah. Now I will say before we hit this last one, this is not a comprehensive, complete list of everything there is to do. These are just kind of some highlights that we found. Um, Fun ideas. For, 
Yeah, for families and some things that maybe people haven't heard of. Um, so the last one that I found at Disney Springs is there is a cake decorating experience at Amaret's Patisserie um, where you make a character dome cake. Um, so the Mickey one was the one that I found that they had pictures of on their website. I don't know for sure if they do other characters or not. It sounded like they possibly do. Um, but uh, one reservation at this experience can accommodate two guests. Um, so the advanced reservations are required um, and you can book those online. Um, it is $199 per reservation. So it is an expensive experience. Um, that is a 90 minute decorating session and guests five and over can participate. So this is one that kind of gives you a little bit bigger of a range. So if you've got little kiddos that are super into baking or decorating, um, that may be a fun splurge to do with them. Um, and for an extra $50, you can also add a second cake. So if you're going with oh, as a group of two, nice. um, and you do, you would do 249 instead of the 199, you could add a second cake. So that is an option that they have as well. Again, it little definitely on the pricey side a big splurge if you're going to do that but it could definitely be a fun memory for you to have oh for sure I, especially if your your kids are really into baking or you're really into yeah. baking right it's a really right. fun option i bet that they teach you all kinds of things during that it's not just like put these things on here we're right. done like, right you know because you're to like get... literally in the kitchen like <laughs> yeah like you probably get to ask the chef you know the you know pastry chef and whatnot questions about what they do and things so you could probably make it very educational and yeah. learning for all the things so yeah it's yeah, and it's bendy but oh, for you know a little extra for two cakes that's that's a nice idea yeah. And Take then, out a personal know. loan for the cake. <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> I said it was spendy. I didn't it say was it was spendy. <laughs> we did. We did give free options on this show and also some that yeah. are a little bit more. So depending on your, yes. your budget range, we like to accommodate everybody. Sometimes there's people who are truly yeah. splurging on some once yeah. in a lifetime things. And we want to make sure we yeah. included those options here. So yeah, absolutely. A little bit for everyone and a little bit of everything. And like I stated, this was not a comprehensive, complete list by any means. There are many other things that we did not talk about. Um, there are plenty of experiences that are kind of more adult only or adult focused as well. We didn't really talk about any of those because we were more focused on things you can do with kids and with family. Um, so definitely do your research if that's something that you're looking at doing. Or if you need help with that, reach out to us. We are here to help you guys plan and find fun activities to do with your families when you're not in the parks. Absolutely. And um, if you have questions about things that are maybe for more adults or a date night or, you know, just like, I don't have kids, but I'm interested, we're happy to answer those questions too. So yeah. um, if you're not part of our discord, there's a link in both of our bios um, for our Walrus Car Pocket Fan discord. And um, we have a Mom Street channel on there. So you can ask us questions there anytime um, and we'll get to you when we can. But if we don't answer, somebody in our wonderful Mom Street community will have the answer for you because there is strength in numbers and we all are Disney nerds. So <laughs> we would love to chat with you about what you need. Um, if you have yeah. questions about Disney, we love answering those questions. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of questions, um, we are kind of shifting the way we're doing uh, a couple episodes here coming up for Mom Street, just try kind of trying to 
cater to our audience the best that we can and make sure that we're giving you guys the information that you need. Um, you know, the, the goal of us starting this show was to help people be able to plan trips and to make it easy and less stressful for people to plan trips. Um, so going forward, we're going to be doing, um, a couple more informal shows. Um, we're going to be doing just some, some time to just sit and chat with you guys about Disney things and about what's going on in the, in, at the Disney parks. Um, we're going to do some Q and a shows more often. So that way you guys will have the ability to get those questions answered. Um, whether it's about family trips or adult trips or solo trips or massive group trips, whatever it may be. Um, so we're hoping to give you guys the ability to get some more answers from us kind of moving forward in the next couple weeks. Yeah, we definitely know that we want this to be a community led show. So this is really about you guys more than us. And so we're like, okay, we'll not only take your guys ideas for future podcast episodes, um, but we'll also do these, these episodes where we are probably going to make our chat combined and we'll get to chat with you guys all together and you guys can chat with us and it'll be a conversation between uh, the chat and us and me and Jackie because we talk to each other too but um, we yeah. really want this to be um, about what you guys need so this is this is us shifting our format so that we can accommodate that we'll still have um, topic shows twice a month mm -hmm. and we'll still and then the other week we'll they kind of shift which weeks we're doing what, but we'll always be here at the same yeah. time. So you can still find <laughs> us. Uh, sometimes it'll be more of a focused topic and some of it will be more of a discussion with you guys. So very excited about yeah. that uh, to get to chat with you guys a little bit more. Um, speaking of which, Jackie, do you want to tell them about what's coming up next week? Yeah, that's, I was just pulling it up. You read my mind. Um, so <laughs> we mentioned today talking a little bit about some um, lower cost activities to do. And next week, we're going to kind of expand on that. And we are going to talk money saving hacks for going to Disney. Um, so I felt like Kate kind of brought this to my attention, like, hey, this would be a really good topic. And I was like, yeah, we, we talked about it at the roundtable discussion last week and had a whole you know conversation about discounts and deals and all that kind of stuff so we're really gonna highlight a lot of that next week on our episode um, so if that's something that you're like i need help trying to figure out how to afford it how to save money for it what deals i can find um, next week is is your time so if you guys have specific questions about that topic please leave them in our discord um, so that way we are able to uh, answer those in next week's episode that will be all about how to save money and get yourself to disney yeah, and it, um, Ben's asking Disneyland or Disney World. It'll probably be a combination of both because yes. I there's definitely Disneyland's in there too, and some of them yeah. apply to just like yeah. in general going to Disney. So right, we'll do both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of it is widespread to both from what we'll be able to to cover, and then we'll try to like you know like Kate said, we'll try to hit highlights and make sure that we answer as much as we can. But again, it's always super helpful to us if you guys are able to put questions in our Discord or if you don't want to put them on the Discord chat, send them to us in a message on our Instagram or you can email us at momstreetusa at gmail.com. Um, so any of those options are, are totally feasible for you guys to reach out to us if you have specific questions that you want answered um, in next week's episode or any other questions about anything else as well. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to those episodes coming up. Um, and then the one after that, I will be in Disneyland. So maybe I'll do some chatting from Disneyland as a Q&A and just kind of a conversation yeah. with you guys. And you guys can ask me about Disneyland or we can just talk about Disney in general. It'll be a really fun episode in the parks. Um, yeah. 
I'm looking forward to that as well. So yeah, um, absolutely. I think that's all for this evening, right? Yeah, Did I, we I think cover so. It? I think we got through the list. So that's that's part one. Um, I will also mention briefly before we sign off for the evening, if you guys are not already following us on our other social medias, that would be super helpful to us. Um, if you guys could pop into the link in um, the bio over here and hit that follow on our Instagram and on our YouTube as well. Um, we do post a lot of um, shorts on YouTube. We do post all of these episodes um, that we do go up on our YouTube as well as on our podcast podcast. Um, if you're able to pop onto any of those and make sure you're following um, and, and interacting with us there, that would be a huge help to us. Um, we're trying to reach, you know, as many people as we can to help them with their, with their trips. Um, you know, we're not, we've, we said it from the beginning, we're not in this to make a bunch of money. We're not trying to, you know, do any of that. Um, if those of you who are kind enough to send gifts during our live all of that money goes back to you guys through giveaways and things like that so we're trying to just reach as many people as we can so if you guys could help us out on those other platforms that would be much appreciated yes thank you for those of you who've already followed really appreciate that as well um we so appreciate all of your support everybody and again if you don't know we do have stickers mom street usa stickers i think i ran out of mine so i don't have any more stickers because i sent them all they're in the mail <laughs> they're in the Jackie mail sending you. More. I, I sent them before i went out of town because i'm at my sister's house right now so <laughs> we do have mom street usa hoodies and long sleeve shirts and t-shirts and all the things um at disneycicerone.com the link's in my bio for that or over on the mom street side there's a link for that as well for our merch okay. um and if you guys ever have like it would be really fun to have this kind of t-shirt or this kind of thing like you know let us know because i i design things so i can absolutely design yeah. something unique for mom street just let me know um, but we appreciate you guys. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Yeah. Um, and we will see you next week for all the money saving hacks for your vacation, how to get to Disney. Yeah. So thanks yeah. Jackie for chatting with thanks. me tonight. Absolutely. I hope everyone has a great night and we will catch you all next week. Yep. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see Bye. ya.